Hello there, Millennium Live listeners. Connor Tui, your host of the Millennium Live podcast, here with a great guest, Ron Richardson. He's the CRO of OneRail. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about last mile delivery, and we have a great episode ready for our retail innovators and our supply chain officers. Ron, welcome to the uh, Millennium Live podcast. It's it's great to sit down with you uh, finally, and uh, I know we met back at the assembly uh, in October, but great to finally have a conversation uh, on Millennium Live. Yeah, Connor, it's great to see you. Thanks for having me on the show. Very excited to do it today, and uh, pretty nice Friday here in Dallas, so uh, spirits are high and ready to talk. <laughs> well, great. I mean, it's a beautiful Friday here in New York as well. 65 degrees. Let's uh, let's jump right into it. What do you say? Uh, I want to talk about OneRail and interesting offerings that you have there. It seems like, I mean, it's as a mission for you guys, it's to create a flexible, predictable, and responsive supply chain solution. So I, I really want to pick your brain about that, given that you're the, you are the CRO. So just a, a brief overview about OneRail, since it seems to be getting a lot of attention these days. Can you give us a brief background about, about the company and a little bit further about that mission? Yeah, yeah. Happy to do so. So OneRail is in the business of helping retailers perfect order delivery, right? That's really what we're about. And we've been at this for uh, almost seven years now. Kind of a funny story how the company started. Uh, our founder and CEO, Bill Catania, his refrigerator went out. And so he went into a Lowe's store and was looking to buy one, found one, asked the Lowe's person, hey, can I get this delivered today? And the response was, nah, it's probably going to be seven, eight, nine, maybe 10 days until we can get that refrigerator to you. Bill is a consummate entrepreneur. At that moment, he said, wow, there's got to be a way to help retailers deliver in a kind of a real-time way, right, when, when a con consumer wants that. And so uh, Bill started the company at that point. He had just exited very successfully another uh, company that he uh, had founded, started OneRail. And it was all about, in the early days, becoming a digital courier. But as we grew the business, Bill quickly realized that large enterprise companies like Lowe's, for example, it's a different scale and it's a different problem, right? So we've grown the company to service large retailers and medium-sized retailers too, to offer them the ability to get product to customers same day or expedited, as well as next day, right? So... It's been a really fun journey with the company. I joined about a year ago, and I can tell you we've been on a rocket ship ride. Um, you know, COVID started the world on this need for, hey, I need product now. I want it delivered. I don't want to go to the store. And uh, OneRail has really been able to jump on the wave of that. So it's been exciting. It's amazing what, what a broken fridge can lead to, right? I, I thought for a second you were going to... You were going to say that Bill carried that that fridge right out the store. <laughs> you know, I, I think what he did was uh, he I think he had a pickup truck at the time. So he went and kind of the, the, the do it yourself route. Right. But that definitely sparked uh, the origins of the company. Thank God for that moment. Yeah, right. One of the things that uh, it's right on uh, the website, one of the things that uh, highlights uh, one rail is being a last mile delivery solution. And I want to talk a little bit about that, you know, given that it's it's uh, your core service. So how does how does one rail do that and and supply that for its customers? yeah, it's it's a really unique combination of technology, process, people, and network, 
right? So let me explain what that means. For a large retailer, uh, we have a software package that, and it's a SaaS-based solution. You don't have to install it at stores or, or, or that sort of thing. And the software applies intelligence and AI to help in the decisioning around deliveries, right? We couple that software package with the largest smartly aggregated network on the face of the earth for last mile delivery that's primarily courier-based, uh, that network is growing to the tune of about 13 million assets in network today, but continues to grow. So you take the software that decides, you take the network that delivers and executes, and you couple that with our exceptions management capability if there was an issue with that delivery. And that's really been the winning combination for us in terms of the perfect order delivery. So software, people, network, right? That, that's really been the, the key to us. Hmm. Retailers tend to think of couriers as at a you know highly regionalized level. You know, what are the benefits of having an enterprise strategy versus uh, regionalized couriers? I'm curious about that. Yeah, you know, every retailer we've gone to and we've worked with uh, has a different strategy. And some say, hey, you know, we've got a couple local couriers we work with and, you know, well, we, we make the best of that. But the majority of retailers look at it, especially in, in the days now of omnichannel and having omnichannel strategies and retailers want enterprise grade solutions. That, that does a lot of things, right? You know, it's it, a lot of it's about consumer experience. So when I make a delivery to a customer, I want that customer to have a really good experience, not just with my product, which is really important, but the delivery experience itself, right? So, so there's a lot of focus in on getting that experience right. And the way you do it is you have to normalize at a corporate level what your delivery strategy is. That brings with it not just the consumer experience, but it brings a lot of other key capabilities as well. So when you think of performance management, when you run a large national program as a retailer and you're interested in how, how deliveries are performing, well, if you've got that centralized through a solution like OneRail, there's a lot of benefit to that. Also, spend management, right? When you start thinking about the spend aspect of delivery, it's not cheap. Uh, you know, anybody will tell you that the most expensive part of, uh, you know, getting a product to consumer, uh, you know, through the whole chain from first mile to last mile is the last mile element of that. So being able to have tools that can intelligently look at spend and help you decide in, in the first place, hey, does it make sense to even send this product on a courier? Would it make more sense to send it on parcel or an LTL provider? That's the beauty and magic of OneRail is that decisioning that we provide to a large retailer. Traditionally, home deliveries are managed by shipper's fleet, right? Some retailers have fleets for deliveries. How does OneRail coexist with a, with a shipper's fleet strategy? Yeah, it's a great question. Again, every retailer is at some life cycle in terms of a, a fleet strategy. Some may have no fleet, no assets. Others do have assets. Uh, the beauty of OneRail is we can coexist with wherever you're at in that strategy. If you've got a fleet, for example, and you're thinking of building out that fleet, which requires a lot of CapEx to go buy equipment, you could look at OneRail as an alternative and say, hey, 
maybe I want to forego that purchase right now and use a third-party service like OneRail to extend my fleet and offer capability. Other companies look at it where they may be very mature in having fleet assets for delivery. They may say, hey, we want to reduce that cost, right? So OneRail becomes a great alternative there as well. We also have customers who say, hey, we have a fleet but it's it's a cost element to our business. We don't, you know, it's just sunk cost. One of the cool things about the OneRail solution is you can actually provision or opt in your fleet assets into our network that I mentioned earlier. And you can actually make deliveries in our network so that your fleet assets aren't sitting idle. So where, wherever you're at in that journey of having a fleet or not having a fleet, OneRail can help you, and in some cases, help you create a, a profit center on When it comes to retailers, most people tend to think of only consumer deliveries as a primary use case. I'm, I'm curious what OneRail sees as other common use cases as cases for your service. Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome question. We have seen such a proliferation of use cases of our service. It's been really remarkable. What we see... I would say is the four most common use cases. So we just talked about fleet augmentation or you know coexistence with a fleet. That's a that's a great use case for for OneRail. The others we see are interfacility deliveries. So think about it this way: if you're pick a retailer, Starbucks, right, and you have a lot of situations where product runs out at one Starbucks store. And you need to get pro an excess inventory from another Starbucks store to deliver product to backfill that while the main shipment comes. Perfect use case. One rail can show up at the Starbucks location with the inventory and then same day within hours deliver that product to the other store. So that's a great example of, uh, you know, a use case is interfacility. The other I would say is like a B2B type situation. So one of our, our key customers is PepsiCo. We deliver PepsiCo products to, I'll call it tier two retail sites. So think of bodegas in pizza shops, in pharmacies, where there's Frito-Lay product. Perfect example of you know OneRail being able to orchestrate that delivery on behalf of that customer. And then the third, I would say, which is very common is B2C right? The biggest customer for us is Lowe's. And so if you go to Lowe's.com and you go to order something and elect same day delivery, expedited delivery from the Lowe's site, whether that's, you know, a new toilet or 10 boxes of nails or whatever it is, the orchestration of that delivery happens on the OneReal network, right? That's the partnership we have with Lowe's. Those are the common use cases I see, the interfacility stuff, the B2B, the B2C, and then the fleet augmentation. Well, I wonder how Lowe's became a, a client of, of OneRails. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you the quick story there. We started out doing a pilot with our pros uh, group, right, which is their contractor group. And so you think of that use case, very relevant, which is, hey, I've got uh, contractors at a job site. They're painting a fence in a deck. They run out of stain. You want the contractors to pack up and go to the store and disappear for three hours? Or does it make more sense to have a delivery of stain, you know, within an hour to that job site? So we did a pilot with Lowe's specific to that, and it went beautifully. And that relationship's grown now where we help do those same-day deliveries for Lowe's across 1,700 stores nationally now. It's been a huge success. 
Lowe's has brought it up on, on their press release and their uh, quarterly uh, report to the street. And we're really grateful that for that relationship. Yeah, that's great. So, Ron, I just want to have a couple more questions for you, and uh, they're more sure. focused on the uh, the wisdom aspect of the podcast and for leadership out there who are exploring solutions like this and 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 putting your delivery fulfillment customers first. This is great technology, and it's certainly helping the supply chain. I'm curious for as a company like OneRail, where's uh, where's the future hold for them, and and what are some exciting developments that uh, you foresee in the future? Yeah, right now we're we're riding a wave of organic growth. New customers continue to pop up who need to like put a saddle on what they did during COVID, right? So COVID was very reactive around last mile delivery. And now companies are coming out of that wanting to mature their programs. We see a lot of interest there where companies say, hey, we need to be enterprise grade when we think about last mile delivery. There are two other areas that that we see a, a tremendous amount of interest in. Uh, one is what, what we call as a product dynamic fulfillment, but what a retailer would look at and say, hey, how can I smartly look at my inventory disposition and fulfill from multiple locations based on what's smartest for me? and what best serves my client, right? That's a key area we're seeing a lot of interest. And it aligns to micro-fulfillment strategies that a lot of retailers are looking to pursue. The other category, the third category, I would say, is uh, returns. Companies are looking at returns and saying, hey, how do we get smarter about that? Is there a way to make returns easier for our customers, leveraging a potential service like OneRail? So those are the areas we see a lot of interest in. Post-COVID, right, we got to mature the uh, dynamic inventory management piece and then returns. That's terrific. And I'm excited to see where the future goes for OneRail. It's it's super exciting. One last question. This could be the most important one of the day is why would anybody root for Michigan State when the class of the Big Ten is just 60 miles down the road? (laughs) Uh, I've heard that one once or twice. (laughs) You know, I, I give it to Michigan. You know, they're having a good run this year. They're looking at plays from other competitors, right? You know, they got a little scandal going on there. They are. But uh, a very respectable program, a story program. I always like when Michigan State uh, gets and competes with them and creates the upsets, right? We we celebrate those. But uh, I, I'm green and white. I bleed green and white. <laughs> well, I'm on your side, Ron. Thanks so much for joining the Millennium Live podcast. Thanks for talking all about OneRail and explain to our audience out there some of the great solutions that uh, you guys provide. You're doing a great job and keep up the good work in this industry because we need more folks like you. Yeah, it was a pleasure spending time with you, Connor. Thank you so much.